brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Bad for running and even worse for fighting. Combat Flip Flops are your ticket to the unarmed forces by providing you with the military-inspired quality footwear for men and women. Be sure to enter the code UNITY at checkout to help support the podcast. And in support of women in developing countries, head over to combatflipflops.com and become part of their unarmed forces. I also eat it for breakfast, despite the fact that I swear I don't want it is what I'm trying to say. I, I, again, because I live by the sword, die by the sword, and I allow for the universe to, to, to both present and, and, and answer to opportunity, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's taken me to places even I would say is, is sort of uh, is beyond me as a character. But, you know, if I want to be purported as brave, then uh, I'll, I'll pretend I am sure. I think, much of, I think much of my inspiration comes from fear personally, but that's, a, that's an entirely other chapter of a book. But isn't that isn't that the, the the thing though? It's um, I believe so. I am. So if oh, mm. if you believe so, you are. Then you will that. be. That's yeah. like a Mike Tyson thing. That's what Mike Tyson in advance of fights will uh, envision himself as like a great conqueror. And you know, without trying to say that I feel the same, I will say that I took that advice to a certain extent only because I feel as though I've always envisioned myself as a Superman-like character in certain situations. And you know, how would you react in this? How would you react? You know, as a kid, I wanted to be Superman. And then I always felt when I was jumping off whales and my nieces and nephews were in the crowd, I thought, wow, isn't this crazy? I wanted to be Superman and here I'm flying. And then yet unbeknownst to me, uh, that aspiration had yet to become fruitful in any capacity, though today there's like people making posters and paintings, one of which is a Superman flying with an orca and they're taking them out of SeaWorld, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, it's, uh, it's strange to, if, if you always, I guess if you always aspire for, uh, I, I guess maybe situations that require uh, an inordinate amount of bravery, then you're going to be presented with them. You're going to be presented with them. I feel as though I, I inadvertently brought these, uh, I manifested these nightmares uh, uh, to, uh, to fruition in some capacity too, because every time I kept saying to myself, you know, how are you going to respond to this? Uh, I would say, well, I'm going to allow for decisions to be made for me. I'm just going to allow for the options to present themselves and we'll go from there. And what, what happened at least initially was options were taken away from me, taken away from me, taken away from me, taken away from me. Then it was like, now I have to quit. Taken away from me, taken away from me, taken away from me. Now I have to speak out. Taken away from me, taken away from me. Holy shit, now I got to fucking, now I got to go speak on podcasts. Now I got to go do that. Like it was always, it was always what, where is this taking me? And then over a period of time, the momentum changed to, okay, well, how do you want to dice them now? Oh, well, let's slice them here, dice them here. Let's launch a missile from here. That would have been a month. That would be nice. Let's plot. And it was always, uh, at that point, it become, uh, I don't know, it's become more fun when the momentum changed. And it always does. Ebb and flows, baby. It's always, it's always going to be the case, ups and downs. It's why I hold on when I'm in the depths of hell, managing those fucking little, that little fucking little devil between my ears. And, uh, and, but I, I have to say that there's always someone on his shoulder uh, reminding him that Phil remembers that there's another upside coming too, though. So keep trying, bud. But he knows to hold on because he likes, the, he likes the top too. And it's coming. It's coming. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. There's the, you know, listen, people, people don't quite understand. Like you're gonna, you can manifest your own life if you want to. You can really do that. And yes. sometimes everything, but yes, very yes. Yeah. And sometimes though, you unwitting unwillingly know uh, you manifest you unwillingly manifest something and they don't you don't get a straight line to it. That's too easy. 
how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to have the top? How bad do you want that thing you said you told us that you wanted? And I say us, I'm talking about the universe because that's how I, but like, how bad, right? And I had a situation like that with Aya. And it was like, it was one of those moments. So how bad do you think you need me? How bad? What are you willing to do? So I did some shit because that's how bad. But my point is, is like, that's a thing. And when you get to that point and you have really started to realize, oh shit, I may have manifested this into existence. You also don't realize though, yes, this is going to be hard, but if you are willing to do what it takes, of course, there's going to be an upside. You don't get, you know, you don't just put out and get nothing back. The world, the universe, energy, shit like that, whatever you want to call it, God, call it what you want. It doesn't work like that. There is these, this real karmic balance. There's a real, real balance to things. And, and the, the sooner you learn that in your life, the better off you'll be. You'll be kinder. You'll be more empathetic. And not because you want something, but because you just know that's the right thing to do because you can't have suffered and gone through as much as you have for as long as you have for nothing. There is no reasoning that the world would do that to you. You've had too much good. You've caused too much good. Unfortunately, you had to be the guy that die on the sword though. It's like uh, much of life is such that uh, it's a path to humility. And if you don't get there, then you missed out on the best parts of life. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. There was something I was going to say before um, you, you brought up Tyson and the, I think therefore I am kind of thing. There's a UFC fighter. Do you watch UFC at all? Yes. I like okay. the UFC. Okay, great. So this is going to be great. So last weekend's fight with Rose. Oh, you're going to hate me. I didn't watch last weekend's. I was away. Oh, no. It. I was at a meetup in Toronto. Although I did see Rose live in uh, New York City. And, did you uh, really? That was yeah, yeah. In that epic, uh, like uh, three three fight uh, title exchange bout, it's it's a legendary evening. My God, I was Bisping and uh, and, so jealous. Uh, and uh, I know it's Carlos. I can't say his name. I'm français. I know, but George Saint Pierre fight. It's my fucking manga. Anyway, sorry, just uh, broken. You know that. No, let's go ahead. Uh, okay, hi, hey, oh, I keep forgetting we're fucking we're family. Don't worry about it, bro. I got you. So yeah, that okay. So anyway, but do you know her thing? Do you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Of course, yes. Yeah, but that is, I think, where I am. Therefore, I am. And that is a, that's a perfect, rep she's a great representation for that, especially now when people are starting to, to see things like meditation and um, meditation and they're seeing things like breathing exercises. They're seeing the importance of mental health and the way that you talk to yourself. She's just one great example. I just bring her up because I think she's fantastic, but she's the embodiment of that. You're going to love this. So so I was at that fight, which is awesome. Like I was at that fight where she won, where she was- I just uh, hate you right now. Oh, you should have. Oh, I was there with Aubrey uh, Mark. Yeah, that's all oh they call it. it. What? Where was my invite? Well, you know, hey, okay, wait, hey, hold. You know time, the, yeah, you know who the fuck I am now, bro. So <laughs> if I find out again- Did you happen to see Misha Tate's comeback? Yeah. She shouted out, save Smooshy, fuck Marine Land after. Oh my God, man. Come like, on. And I think I don't want to I don't want to say anything, but there might be something else in the future. Who knows? I love fighters. I fucking love them. The, uh, listen, fighters are sending me supplements to work on my injury. I've got uh, you know I get the DMs all the time from these fucking yes. guys. Yeah. You know we just relate. And this is another thing which is strange, but you know I face litigation. I go to court. Okay, this is not something that I'm fucking used to. This is not something anyone wakes up to tomorrow and say, like, "How do you prepare for this?" But you know how I did. 
I prepared like I did to just be strong in, in most situations, like a fighter. I, right. I, changed my diet. I changed my fucking, my, I tried to change my thinking. I, I upped my, you know, I, I cut alcohol, not consciously, but I, I tend to get away from alcohol when I smoke weed, but then I increase my coffee, but also means I got to increase my water, but then I do so with fruit infused water. I'll have you on the ah. lemon. And, you know, I take this little supplement and I go for my, and, and I go for my runs and everything. But, um, you know, all of these fucking changes uh, are as a result of wanting to be as prepared as I can for situations and especially that of court and in advance of court when my anxiety gets up i get ready by getting more physically fit i'm not going to take my shirt off again but if i did you'd be like holy fuck bro. <laughs> i wasn't always fit i used to be significantly larger in fact can i can i take the camera to a picture just because yeah like, of course you can i mean it's, I'm gonna you use, that's gonna be your screenshot that's gonna be your your cover photos oh, your I abs i don't want that it's not gonna be the problem is the image is kind of hard i'm gonna hang on let me just let pun, me just no pun intended if you see do you see? Mm-hmm. Are you able to see me? Mm-hmm. Does that look like me? Is that me? You see me? No, that's you. Very heavy, my friend. Okay, that's me. So this is how this journey starts. It starts with me as a very comfortable human, uh, you know, with a with a with a nine to fiver, if you will, that paid quite well. I was I was close to 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 you know, I had my benefits and I was close to work and 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 swimming at dolphins is a pretty awesome thing and. And all of the wonderful things and, and three square meals, be it burgers, poutines, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. to have it. World was, world was easy. And it wasn't until world got fucking super crazy that I transformed. And look at me now, though. Now I'm ready for now I'm ready to fight. I'm ready for anything. I go to court. I walk in standing fucking straight. And when that motherfucker looks at me, he says, who the fuck is this guy now? And I'm just like, bro, when I'm 148 fucking pounds, when this started, I was 100. I was, I was almost 200. Like right. I shed I shed all the bullshit, dude. It's on you now. Look at you. You're looking stressed, bro. You need to hit the fucking gym. Let's go. Right? Because he's going to have a heart attack before you are. But that's the thing. You show up like you're ready to fight. You show up because you're you're fighting for your fucking life. That your makes brain, sense. You too. My brain, because of the speed and everything else and the stress, the fight or flight, the constantly being a fight or flight, my body has been incentivized to change. And it is now in the form of that of a fighter. It's ready. Yes. It's ready battle it's such a strange thing but my brain has changed my body largely as well like it just did god damn bro i'm so pumped for you god i'm deep. in deep man i'm in deep you're in deep bro you're you're deep in the pain i'm pumped on this right now that's amazing though because you need you need that mental strength this is the only way that you're going to get through this and you have to get through this there is no other answer but to go through to if anything to get to that other side, you know, the light is there, but it's more than that. There's just, so much more. I just keep accepting Marine Lynn's challenges. As long as they keep challenging me, I, I keep responding. That's it. It's been so far, I've had the benefit of having the best seat in the house for karma to respond to them in tenfold every time they tried to fuck with me. Right. Because it's true. There is, like I said, there is a balance to everything. And when you choose to do the right thing, it balances out. It doesn't matter if they have more money. It doesn't matter if they have more attention. They have bigger press. At the end of the day, you're just going to win because of who you are and because of the honesty, because of the truthfulness, because of the doing it for the right fucking reasons matters. And it does matter. It doesn't always matter on paper, but it matters in things like the world, the energy, the universe, whatever you call it, it matters. And so I love that you're taking that so fucking seriously. Because it, at the end of the day, oh, it took me, it seriously took me. That's what happens. But hey, but that's it though, right? It comes to you, right? You I have accepted, to. I accepted it. 
well, that's it. You can stand there. You can fight it. You can be terrified of it, or you can make it sit down, make it your bitch run. and meditate with you. You can run, but it'll catch up to you. Just like, oh, just like Bosco will catch up to you one day too. It's going to, it'll call you when it's, when it's time, it'll call the very people that you're trying to convince. It'll be like, they'll be like, Hey, I got a call last night. You'll be like, Oh yeah, I thought you might. Uh, yeah, it happens. I did was I, I fought the resisting because it was resisting that was making me, uh, which was <clears throat> all resistance does is makes it makes you, uh, it it prolongs your suffering uh, in the passing to towards the inevitable. It's like right. it's like trying to be, it's like in your final moments of life, if you had the conscious decision to make, would you choose to be in fear or would you choose to be in peace? Well, it's similarly in the way that you would uh, approach uh, challenges. If something is <clears throat> is weighing on you, it's fearful. It is not something for which you need to run. It's something you need to delve deeper into uh, so that you can, as you say, that you can wrangle that fucking feeling, right? But you can make it your bitch. You're going through the tunnel anyways. You're passing through. Right. Right. You're going to the dentist anyways. It's how you choose to react with it, man. It's how you choose. It's up to you. It's your decision. You can go one way or the other with it, but you're either way you're going. So have a positive outlook on it or just eat shit because there's, it's really up to you. And when people say it's not, I, they, those are the people that need the, the psychedelics the most. Yeah. Look, man, it's just a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, Phil. Hey, see a moment. We're having a moment. Come on. Have the moment. Hey. No, it's true. I'm I'm soaked. So you've got so a couple questions, a couple things. And they're totally different topics. What is that like to swim with a fucking orca that is just straight waiting to like grab you and pull you down and eat you? Because they're the most dangerous animal in all of the land. What are you doing? The first thing I'll say is my greatest fear is being eaten alive. Okay, great. So let's jump in with that then, yeah? What can I say of it? My biggest fear somehow never crossed my mind ever jumping in a pool with a fucking orca. Really? Didn't never once. I was, I, I, I think at one point my dad said, that fucking scary, that thing can eat you. I'm just like, hurt, fuck the ocean. No, she's not going to fucking eat me with best buds, right? But uh, sure shit, I always used to teach younger trainers, look, if she's got a mouth, she can bite you. So fuck, I always anticipate every single animal. You have the respect that if they have a mouth, they, they can bite you. And as far as I'm concerned, that's good enough to keep your fucking hands out of it. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to say of it. It, it. As far as the experience, impossible to explain. But if I'm going to, here's, I'll just offer perspective because I was always because I'm very conscious in moments I can absorb them and I feel as though I can actually store them uh, in a database that is so fucking rich of detail that I can relive them you can actually see my my eyes right now going to a place I where can... I'm I've recorded these okay so these experiences are such that I can relive I just bring them back okay so having said that I'm going to paint a picture for you <clears throat> imagine so you're standing next to a pool that's, let's call it just larger than most. The mm -hmm. opposite end, you see a large uh, shadow and it's, there's a dorsal fin and it's coming towards you and you see a slight ripple at the top. And you dive into the water and as you're diving from the distance, you hear the and you see the white of the bubbles and then you hear like you hear the sound and you mm -hmm. look up and now she's coming down towards you. And remember her movements are very long. And you oh. see her, you see the bubbles coming out of her 
uh, blowhole, and I've always got my hands extended. So I see my hands and I see her rostrum, which is her nose coming towards me. We're having that moment where the bubbles are clearing and then I just put my hands on her and then she takes, she, she comes up right next to me like this, grabs me. And now I'm just, in, I'm just enveloping her and I'm on her, 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 her pectoral flippers and she lifts me out of the water. And now we're just floating there like this. It's forget about it. It's uh, it's an interaction that despite manufactured to an extent, both conscious beings had a working relationship and then conscious exchanges and they were powerful. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, mere novelty. It wasn't like hanging out with a, a large mouth bass. Okay. When we were having these moments in the water, you're looking going, Oh, that trainer and that those weirdo pants is no, no. Well, in a lot of ways, it's a very powerful moment, especially for me. I'm an empathetic and, and largely I'm, I'm, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm a very emotional person. You know, I just, uh, I don't like goodbyes and uh, you know, things like that. I just, I mm-hmm. uh, like animals. And so uh, hugging and, and being in that moment with this, monster huge being majestic being and 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 for the moment working together is and without fear which is uh which other which which oddly is is the heartbreaker of the moment really it's the thing that i look in retrospect that takes away from the moment because the awe and the inspiration of seeing uh orcas in the wild is the fear that they in that they actually incite because you realize there that uh you don't have a bucket of fish and they don't they're not you're not forcing them to sleep there overnight you're in their world now that's a different being and that like whoa that's called respect so when i think i'm jumping in the water without fear i'm thinking how cool no how uncool how fucking uncool but i didn't know this at the time right Right. i'm saying it's a different way of processing in retrospect so i did have all of those i did have these powerful fearless moments where you know you just had these interactions so yeah amazing dolphins walruses seals sea lions fuck dude it was uh beluga whales i don't know what to say it was uh you know you don't want to glorify it but i'm glad i experienced it uh, i'm i'm happy to to write the stories and speak the experiences in hopes that other people might uh choose not to uh it is largely the reason i also shake all the time like there's a you know there's a there's the whole digging up uh, can do 10 days after uh, after uh, burying him. That is another experience that I have to share. So there's the highs and lows and all of that. You're like, oh, swimming with these workers is amazing. Oh, digging them up after the dead to extract a portion of the brain, you know, after that, after having to suffer the, the loss of losing your friend is uh, not so great. It's not so great. How are you processing that? I shake a lot and I have to go for runs a lot. And for some reason, the right side of my body, all my bones break, be it from punching inanimate objects or jumping off the top of trucks or, uh, you know, I'm just uh, somehow, I'm like, a, <laughs> I am a walking, almost a walking example of the chaotic world that we are. I, you can almost have mapped what it's become of me and you can almost put it to a linear graph of how the world's descended into madness. And you say, oh, Phil is the walking embodiment of chaos. <laughs> that, that is what chaos looks like. And so I'm just okay. going with, at some point I want to get better. Yeah, I want to, I want to at some point focus more on, again, that's the part of letting go and that flood of emotion. And when that happens, it is, but I'm so far from those, those finish lines that I, I can't allow myself that level of, uh, of, of relief. And that's really what's sort of missing in my life, a lot of relief. Right. That, I hate that you've had to go through that. I'm, 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 that experience is, the way you speak of it is so beautiful 
and the way that you detail it and you can see the emotion that it invokes in you. I'm glad that you got to experience it. I'm sad at how it had to be. Like you say, there's this respect. And that's why when I think of swimming with a large animal, there's no way I would be swimming with it unless it was in the wild. So there's this innate, huh, 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 huh. you know, that kind of feeling you get when you, when you hear, it's like a huge dorsal fin coming, huh, just like, it gives you the willies. You get the, huh. and it's, yeah, it's one of those moments. And of course I would only have ever experienced that in the wild. And so that's my, you know, that's why I have that reaction, but to know that you were able to do it with, with no fear and have that experience, that rare moment with an animal, like you said, whether the circumstances are what they are and why they, and why they are that way, you're still getting something that most would to connect with an animal like that, of that size of that magnitude, that power, and just experience that is so special. And well, then- a walrus mom to that now you're like holy shit wait a second it wasn't just that he had to commit he had a, a, a great experience with a bunch of other animals now he's fucking got a level of communication that is unbeknownst to that of of interspecies just as a whole like i have a level of communication communication that is uh that is almost acutely um um like it's unique like a, like an experience set that so few can speak to you. I know there are birds like geese that if you raise them, sometimes they'll imprint. Sometimes you see mm-hmm. people open for a rip on their boat, like a goose is over their shoulder. Then was just like, cool. But uh, we're talking about a walrus and uh, which is a, it's a highly intelligent, emotional, emotional, their, their emotional capacities. I mean, frankly, they're, they're almost similar to, to orcas other than, you know, they don't move as, as dy- dynamically on, on land or in the water, but their brain are such that they're very curious. They're very, uh, very, very intelligent and they're problem solvers. And that is a problem for, for or trying to keep animals like that in captivity, right? So right. they're actually quite a challenge but uh you know that level of 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 relationship that i've had in addition to that experience it makes for a hell of a unique fucking story like or or rather experience right so yeah you can see when i speak of it uh with with great emotion it's because that that was like my fucking not only was it like my home that those those they're like my family now i have a strange actual connection that makes those animals like my family I mean, specifically speaking, the walrus, of course, but it gives me a larger deal of empathy. And so I look, something happened to me in that moment when you said, you know, and it was in that moment that I imprinted on it. Well, fuck, something happened to me too. Like I fucking changed. I became a oh, mom. Of course. I'm responsible for this animal, which even by virtue of wanting to quit marine line, it took a great deal of, of my being very quiet about it, but very conscious of trying to wean myself away from her because my, you know, our, our separation caused a lot of um, uh, uh, health issues with her. So anyways, again, that's a... It, a lot yeah. more to go over but again the, the 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 documentary goes over some of the details of these things mm-hmm. yeah no it does yeah and you don't need to we don't need to take you in there but i i it just it it boggles my um it boggles my brain to see to just see how it's all turning out i'm i'm glad to see progr- progress I, I'm, you said November. You said you have a November date in November. 23rd. Hey, we haven't heard from their lawyer back. Where are you, Bernsey? Come on, bro. Come on, come oh, on. Let, you invited me to the dance. Well, Fro, just because I put the dancing shoes on, you got to show up too. Where's your tux? He's, he's stressing. He's sweating. Leave him alone. He's I think sweating. So. I think so. No, That's he needs okay. to sweat. That's good. Sweat is good. Sweat is yeah, good. Yeah, get in the sauna. It's good for you. 
No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, he's, he's getting de- He's trying to get the demons out. The problem is he's going to drown in that shit soon. I mean, look, you want to talk about people that should have, have no good reason to sleep at night. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But uh, I he love his there. La- Burnsy, Burnsy. Bro, my last name, my maiden name is Burns. Uh, so another connection. Here we go. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Bam. See, I like the, the world name. gets it. Last name. I think it's excellent. Excellent. The whole, yeah, exactly. Do you know how my whole life that was a joke Arr. people did to me? Because they Arr. had their eggs. I'm like, fuck Okay. Like, Family Guy wasn't good enough yet. I needed Family Guy to hit harder when I was younger. Okay. I'll give you two quick parallels to The Simpsons. The very first person to give me a, a contribution to uh, to my legal defense was uh, Sam Simon, who's a, a what? co-founder. Yeah. yeah, I was on a podcast. It was shortly before he passed away of cancer, sadly. But uh, he he made a uh, our, our very first financial contribution was made by him, and it was obviously greatly appreciated. There's a episode in uh, The Simpsons called where they're actually referred to on a couple of times. It's like Grand Theft Walrus. <laughs> so oh, I've been, God. That's, yeah, no, we've been predicted. So there's all these crazy things. Like there's these crazy ties to The Simpsons. So, anyways, it's funny. It's funny to mention. Dude, I love that. That's what I'm telling you. Like the world agrees with what you're doing. No, it's put me in this seat, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't deny. I couldn't deny. You can't. I'd love, to, I'd love to be out there mowing the lawn. Something like just did, 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 no. like, having a beer, ice cold beer down by the, like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. Like, come on. No, no. They fucking put me, buckled me into the seats. I'd see a bro, boom, rocket ship missile. Okay, here we go. You got to take it though. Cause you can handle it. It wouldn't have been given to you if you couldn't handle it. I just love that you're embracing it the way you are because you need to be. And I'm stoked about it. Oh my God. I can't wait for your podcast. Yeah, I know. Me too. I want to do it. Fuck. I got I to gotta, I gotta just do it finally. But again, I, it's not a, it's not, I mean, I make excuses. I have an idea. I mean, this right. could kind of get it off your chest a bit. What if you just started recording and banking? Yeah, no, there's a lot of things that I should be doing, but instead I every day procrastinate and uh, but I go for my walks and I try to eat as healthy as possible and I'm and I'm focusing on my foot and I'm allowing for time to do its thing on a number of a number of fronts. Uh, but uh, yeah, that of the documenting and writing the book and launching the podcast is all for sure in the future. I'm super excited about it. I just, I have to talk to someone. I might wind up being you about some uh, some details to, to go yeah. over and stuff. It is just a question of getting off zero. I, I'm just on zero. That's cool, man. Let's get you healthy. Let's get you functioning. Let's get that's you fit. It, that's it. That's and then, it. Then let's, hit, let's hit it when you're real healthy, right? Talking about, it's going to be a day. Oh, the day is coming. I don't want to entirely be a midst. I don't want to be a midst hell when you launch a podcast. It's kind of a weird one, don't you? Want to be sort of in the retrospective? You know, you kind of want to be the guy who did something. Although there's like there's various chapters to my story, but I don't want to put the Hold check on. check mark part yet. Wait, did you just say you want to be the guy that did something? Are you implying that you've done nothing? So I've I have had I have thresholds to cross that I am not even. I don't recognize any of that because I am just always still steadfastly focused, waiting and trying to do this. These are things that have happened as a, as like a, as a, as, as a consequence of, but, or rather as a result of my just focus on this. But for me, there's going to be absolutely no sort of um, 
I haven't felt any sense of pride, if you will. I mean, there's very there's sporadic moments and they've been powerful, but I don't walk around as someone who's proud. No, I'm, I walk around as someone who's yet to, to accomplish what I want to. I walk around as someone who's not in any way, I, I'm not staring at my passes. I'm just not. I don't even, I sometimes forget that there's a documentary out about me. People are like, oh, I saw you on a documentary. I'm like, oh yeah, there's this thing following me around. Or not that this, yeah. but like, you know what I mean? There's this history that's, that can, is documented about me that people can say, oh, let me touch on this thing that I'm familiar with to you. And I'm just like, oh, right, there's that thing. Because I'm always just like, oh, I got to do this next. And if I make this call, oh, fuck, if we can get this person to talk to this person, oh, shit, what day is it? Okay, we got, you know, I'm, I, it's just, no, yeah. I guess I had that chance. Maybe when I do, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I know what okay, I want. Well fucking walrus dude i know it sounds crazy but if if there's still if that as so long as she is alive i am just only steadfast fastly uh, focused on trying to be reunited when that happens that's the exact point where i will be i will i will say that not only is living your dreams a possible but you can live it to a fucking t Mm-hmm. And that where you're in that moment when I put my hands on her face when I when I have that moment documented uh, that's a hell of a big check mark that's uh, for a lot of people that's the Super Bowl or that's the thing and that's the thing they they do everything they do to, that they're willing to die for the thing that they that that thing I mean this is this isn't just like this isn't just an endeavor it's that I gotta get my fucking walrus like let me get her out of there I get her out of there I'll feel that relief I'm looking for. And it is what I'm looking for, relief. It isn't put your arm in the air and, and smash a microphone. I'm looking for relief, man. I'll be relieved. But right now, all these other things are like, okay, I guess you can write a story about some laws that I pass, I guess. Okay, Joy, let's talk about, you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, whales are dying and fucking walruses are dying. I don't know, I'm not staring at that pass. Yeah, and listen, I can res- I respect you for that view. I do. Hold up right now but- like this, in the fucking fetal position, I don't know, like this. Guy. No, I but I respect that view. I do. I can respect that view. But I also think there is. You need to look at what you've done uh, as well as small victories. Yes. yes. It's, yeah, but some of those aren't just small victories, though. I think you kind of forget that they may seem small to you, but they're they're really not. That's an entire entirety for the rest of all of this country's entirety for all of time there will be not another single whale dolphin mammal like porpoise yeah that will ever fucking suffer again s203 there's my there's my tattoo fucking shirt again that's the law that's the bill i know you you put that on a silver platter I did it. You fucking lifted this shirt again. <laughs> yeah. But that right there is my point though. So, I mean, I respect how you view it because I think you're humble. And I think that is the most underrated thing in this world nowadays is people's, you know, willingness to see what they're really doing and understand that you can always strive for more, be proud of it, acknowledge it and move forward. But there's something to be said when you stop cruelty unnecessary unnecessary cruelty on another living thing and you stop it forever i can appreciate that actually that that hits a bit different when you put it like that i've no one's ever presented it to me like that i've only ever looked at it as a thing i never looked at it like that 
it's uh, you're right. That is a, uh, it's a powerful thing to, to, to make stuff. And yeah, not that's... just in Canada, you know, that that set what you wanted, what you're wanting to do for right now, for this particular situation in this court case, you've already done, you set a precedent in government that says that Canada won't stand for this. That opens the door to every other country in the world stopping the cruelty. You're saving something for generations and generations, all because you just decided to speak out. So when you say, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta get that check mark. I want her back. And listen, I want her back for you as bad as you want her back. But there's so much more that needs to be said about the animals' lives that you've saved and the cruelty that never had to happen and the people that never had to perform that cruelty and be put in those positions and having to make those decisions and, and participate. So fuck you. You did something really cool. Get on board. Okay. I'm so used to criticism. Uh, what is this? <laughs> Whatever. I'll, I'll criticize you later. Let's have a moment of like, it's okay to pat yourself on the back. Like you have this beautiful thing called imposter syndrome. And I have it as well. And others normally do. And that's okay. And imposter syndrome is like where you don't believe that you deserve to be where you are. Mm -hmm. And so like you downplay your accomplishments and like, it makes me not want to leave the house every day. I say to people, I'm a fraud, man. I'm just really just, I say too. But I'm just, I just, this, these microphones are in front of me and TVs and shit, but I'm just going, I just talk shit, dude. Don't worry about me. I I drink Ovi on a beer. Let's go. I'll take one. Thanks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So don't don't say that I didn't just like nail hammer that shit because you know I did. Can we talk about one other thing I wanted to talk to you about? Oh, happy to. You disgusting meat eating animal activist. How uh, dare you? God, how can he? I even have cats. How soon will I? How soon before how? I eat those too? Oh, oh obviously I, soon. I how can I love animals and eat meat? My goodness. When are you going to eat your cat? Soon. I've got one that's 24 years old. I'm tenderizing. They're real delicious. Them bones. It's all he's got his bones, but I'm going to use them as toothpicks. toothpicks. I'm, so, I'm use them to kill the other cats. That's Put right. Them as skewers. I got the Tell horns me. like this, my God. What? Okay. Because here's my thought is you brought this up before when you were saying like, even PETA didn't reach out to us. Do you think that oh, if you were a that, vegan that and all this was... PETA is mm-hmm. against me. They campaign against me. But that's what I'm saying, which is super fucked up, right? Because think about it, right? For a second, like logically. And then you would think that, what I want to know is, do you think that if you were vegan during all of this, they would have paid for everything and backed you? Yeah, it would have brought, no. So so I'll, I'll offer this as perspective. Okay. It would have solicited significantly more brief uh, support from a small group of people so it would have been although i did benefit from that, that initial bolstering not that i bullshit it's just that everyone assumed i was a human so there was might have been a little bit of a bump there uh, mm-hmm. at least initially but uh i think though no i think the opposite i think i think what would have become is i couldn't have been taken serious because i would have immediately been grouped into an echo chamber i would have been uh i would have been an ideologist uh, you know, mm. it would have been something that wasn't the case for me before. And suddenly I'd be a spokesperson for and a, and a fucking expert within what, you know, because it, it just was such that I, I'm not a spokesperson for something else. And I you know they, they, the vegans, the vegan police tend to want to 
want to make me the spokesperson for factory farming and it's like no you can't just you can't just bestow that upon me you can't just knight me the fucking uh you know the king of of factory farming i am speaking out and i am speaking of my experiences i'm speaking out against something i'm not ignoring the plight of captive of of uh farmed animals do i like it no i don't know that you'll find any single solitary person that does but if i was a vegan i don't know that i would have albertans with big diesel trucks blasting up and down the no. road with on the side i don't know that i would have hunters hunters that are saying i'm with this guy those whales should not be in that fucking pool a large part of my fucking support are the hunters and the, and the, the people that really give a shit about nature the people that put fucking yes. blood stone man the people that are out there pounding the fucking pavement those are the people so i so i would have immediately cut off most and then i would have found myself subjected to probably speaking of something I can't vouch to speak for and I'll probably be a mouthpiece for someone else and I didn't want to be a mouthpiece for anyone else so uh, so me and vegans don't get along although I should mention many of my very good friends and large supporters are vegans it's just that some of the ones that are the cookies will like just outright uh, call out the hypocrisy which I do say yes there's a level of hypocrisy because I'm condoning suffering and while defending certain animals, but it's lose. I'm talking about an entirely different thing, and I'm not saying it to excuse myself. But mm. it would be nice if, for a moment, the, the the vegan police would say, you know, Phil, despite your imperfections, yeah, <laughs> for what you've done, fuck you for the swearing, the weed smoking, whatever the beef is. <laughs> well, we all know what the beef is, but you know, say fuck you for it. But don't fucking like, don't make me some like, don't don't embody the devil into me as I'm some conscious uh, a purveyor and, and, and salivator for for and lust for cruelty. I, are you fucking I got a 24 year old cat that cost me more in fucking asthma pumps than like, are you fucking kidding? I got to sit here and defend this shit. I fucking like I get reduced to I reduced the pace talking about my fucking baby walrus. I get reduced to a fuck. I'm on the floor crying like a fucking baby. It's not enough that I got to eat my own shit for fucking breakfast. I'm so fucking made so goddamn fiscally poor from this whole endeavor and everything else. It's not enough because I fucking eat meat. Come on, man. But boy, do I eat meat. I've got four in the fucking sink thawing as we speak. Oh, no, I put them in the freezer or in the fridge already. That's their first yeah, I know. I saw on the dock you you were having some steaks and my husband goes yesterday those, those look good god those are good theater but here's why i'm not saying i'm not saying hey look at me i'm eating steaks so fuck you no what i'm saying is this body operates best with meat and i say it to the, to the extent that it's not just physically i my my uh, depression is better managed when i ingest red meat and so yeah. uh, make of it what you will i've challenged uh, uh some vegans very knowledgeable ones to replace meat in the same capacity so that i can operate as optimally as i do the way that i do i eat a steak a big one and i go for a 10k run Right. I eat anything the fuck else and I'm on the couch passed out or so it's just it's I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. It's the choice between like I could put a sure I could get sit and put a brick in my body, but it's not gonna it's not gonna serve the world really good if I'm processing all this fucking cheese and I feel like uh, I don't really want to do anything. But man, you give me a fucking steak, I go for a fucking run, I have four or five fucking eggs, I go for a fucking run, I come up, my veins are fucking bulging, my my brain's going like this, and we're passing laws and I'm getting both old and i'm going to court strong you know i don't know man like maybe i'm not saying give me a pass but maybe uh accept my uh especially my the way that i embrace my imperfection i'm not fucking perfect hell fucking no i'm not uh, you guys made me the spokesperson for this thing i didn't ask for it fuck i'll keep going i'll do it right. for you but fuck like uh you asked me to do this like i answered your fucking call now you want to beat me down 
isn't that the way though? We, we build each other up to not to, to tear each other down. Like, and I'm, I am, oh. you know, I am largely subjected to much of that. I, I, I do eat a lot of that on a daily basis. I'm forgot like strange campaigns to take me down. I, you know, I, I, I listen, I was an athlete. I was a fighter for in a long time. And so I understand when it comes to health, I started fighting when I was four. And so when you start fighting at a national level at 11 and weight classes come in, that shit is serious. That is no joke. You start, you start figuring out what works for your body, what doesn't work for your body. And I know for a fact, I'll eat bullshit, but I know that I'm going to feel like bullshit. But when I just eat meat and a fucking Greek salad, and I mean, tomatoes, cucumbers, and onions, and that's it. I feel like I can go crush life. I, that's what I function on. I know meat works for me, meat and vegetables. What, like that works for me. I'm the most efficient. I feel the most clear headed depression is much less, but I am also, oh, I am weak when it comes to bread and pasta. I am weak. I'm pathetic. My discipline is shit. I got to get way better and it will. And it is, but it's not there yet. And until then I can't even say I fully eat meat and vegetables right now because I've been on it lately hard. Fuck. It's so good. But meat there's something about it and i'm sorry there we i do blood work we check my blood work uh frequently i do genetic testing i do you know we have this thing called inside tracker that's really great i check levels and i am at peak performance when i'm making sure that i'm working out at least three times a week when i'm drinking one to two liters of water a day when i'm limiting my caffeine intake when i'm eating clean like meat and vegetables shit is dialed for me and it gets better for sleep, which then helps with the PTSD, which helps with the anxiety, which then helps me be a better person and less angry to be around. And that's just better for society. So that means that I am less disruptive and way more productive and I want to do big things. If that means that I have to eat meat and that's what works for my body and I know that, then I'm sorry. That's what works for my body. My body, my choice. If you want me to be strong, then I'm sorry. I don't want to make an excuse, but if you want me to keep doing what I'm doing, the uh, much of the fucking uh, recipe includes fucking steaks, dudes. I'm sorry. Good. I, I was in, I was in Texas a couple weeks, a uh, couple weeks ago, three weeks ago now, or maybe three weeks ago. Anyway, I was there and I um I went and spent the week with Black Rifle, and I was at one of the owner's houses, and he eats predominantly meat, and so. I had dinner that night with him at their place and we had a steak appetizer and steak for dinner. And it was awesome. It was, it was good. We had a flying steak that we had it on a Traeger because obviously cook things. Well, I like to cook, obviously. obviously. <laughs> um, so we, and the, and so Miguel cooked it and he brought it in and I was like, oh, this is dinner. He's like, no, this is your appetizer steak. But like, he gave me a portion that for me would have just been like dinner. And he's like, that's your appetizer. And I was like, okay, oh, okay, I'm gonna eat it all. <laughs> so I ate, I ate it. And, um, and then he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing dinner in a minute. And I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, it's another steak. I was like, okay. That's the thing about it, steak, keep eating it, dude. I love it, I love it. And it felt, it felt like two different meals. Cause it was like, it, it was like, I think we had like a ribeye for the main yeah so it was good i was yeah i was spoiled rotten don't get me wrong they brought like one of their awesome tattoo artists came into the house for me i got spoiled rotten that's all you have to do meat good for you feed podcast yeah Yeah, meat weed podcasts and tattoos and you've got me anywhere 
I got check marks too on these things. I think that that's the recipe. I'm only a couple check marks away. Bro, you're you've made the check marks. Like you've you've been surpassed. So don't you've just got one one big one left. But I'm telling you, those were all just the the ladders. Those were all the ladder check marks, right? You had to. Those are the boxes, yep. prerequisites. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nothing comes easy. Nothing comes for free. Nothing comes without sacrifice and work and loss and grief. <laughs> nothing worth it. No, you're right. If it's where it's, it's, it's for, I mean, nothing's, it's just, you gotta fight. You gotta fight it. You're never going to reap the reward of what is worth what, unless you fucking bleed for it. It just is. If you don't earn something, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Listen, I've met a lot of people who, uh, who their claim to fame is inheritance or, or it's just, uh, Ugh. driving around in fancy fucking cars that that what they were given. And, uh, you know, these fucking people, it's strange because it's strange. It's, it's almost like a cult-like obsession for people like that to gravitate towards and see them as some level of success. But if people would look deeper into what it is that constitutes a, a good and proper human, it's the people that work for what they have and the people that sacrifice for others or for the greater good. And I'm not doing this to blow my own fucking tires. I'm saying these are the fucking, like you say, the people that if you surround yourself with people of the sort that, that adds value to your life because the things they say have value. It's not just speculation. Everybody's got a fucking PhD and conspiracies and everything. Anyone who spends any time on the fucking internet can talk bullshit. But talk to someone who's had to fucking grind out a chunk of their life to get just to get the fuck out of what was imminent fucking hell. And uh, and you've got you've got you've got something to you've got information that's worth passing on. You know. And you you become a dangerous human then. That's the that's the thing that I love the most, and uh, I I try not to. I try not to tweet it out sometimes because I, you know, there's all these, you can do these quotes and sayings. And but my latest one, oddly, was while you guys were all busy trying to stay comfortable, I was out here trying to get dangerous as fuck. Yeah. And it is, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it, it's how I feel in a lot of ways is much of because I've, my advocacy has now spanned nearly a decade. I've seen waves of people sort of come and go. And they come when the headlines are are hot. They come when when people are talking, but in the depths when things are silent and when the animals really need us need people the most, it's when they sort of disappear and maybe go advocate for something else, or they go, you know, because they lose interest because suddenly they're not seeing as they're not being, they don't I don't know what it is. You know, there's something about relevance that some people like to prefer it to come easy and they prefer to dip into others fucking they prefer to piss in other people's ponds, but nonetheless, um Oh, I just saw my cat and it totally changed my fucking my my train of thought I lost no nope. no nope. no worries no worries no we were just kind of talking about how when you you know oh, so you with move- people that add value so the people that add value so so having been there now a decade and seeing the people dip in and dip out it's like I see what is effective and what is not and and look I like the people that fucking stick with it I just right. do the people that stick with are the people that they got their shit together. The people that dip in and dip out, man, you just got to watch these fucking people because what it is is they want your weapon. They do. They want every piece of what it is that you've been holding on to and sharpening for so long. They just want to be sort of just behind your knife. And that's some horseshit, man. You got to really fucking, and sorry, this is further to talking about becoming dangerous is, you know, you don't hand your fucking weapon to anybody. And my, my, the weapon that I have is, uh, you know, it, we, we all have, we have various weapons, but you know, mine is trust and vulnerability. If I trust you, I hand you that. I make mm-hmm. myself vulnerable. I've handed you my greatest fucking weapon. I right. handed you the means to harm me. These are the things that I just tell people very often to guard. So rather than be comfortable and not really have much to fucking sharpen and looking for someone to stand behind, 
that person behind the sword or the likes that sort of try to stand around and maybe take it, try to take a fucking piece of it, man. No, you should be busy every single day just sharpening and building your fucking artillery because uh, I, I think Jordan Peterson said it best. He was just like, young men should be fucking focused on becoming incredibly dangerous and then harnessing it rather than staying and no no you need to be competitive you need to be striving for things relentlessly and you need to be you need to, to learn how to be a savage fucking beast and much of much of this lesson for me has been a hard one in both adulting and, and becoming dangerous but i have to say it's the thing i enjoy most is sharpening my weapon i love brandishing it too i've become the asshole that Marineland never fucking could, couldn't have dreamt up because uh, I weaponized their fucking vulnerability. They handed it to me. They fucked up. They gave it to mm -hmm. me. And so my lawyer's always saying to me, to the, and he uses this analogy too, he says, Phil, don't fuck up. Don't be breaking into that fucking park because then you're going to hand them back their fucking weapon. You've got their weapon right now. I'm just like, yeah, bro, I'm putting it through their fucking back into their fucking hearts. <laughs> just twisting that bitch. Just saying. Anyway, sorry. I know that was quite ranty. I can get no, I no. It's I love that. I love that you use artillery as the reference point as well. Just because that was my job. This is the twenty-one. Oh, really? Oh, quel surprise! Uh, everything's fucking oh, tying. This I is know it's all tying. Who is this? This is Simon. He's uh, this one's north of twenty years old as well. The oh last my one. Oh my He's in the documentary very briefly, but last one you saw is Babe. Uh, this one's Simon, and then I got another one, Sebastien. And Sebastien is the one that's 24-year-old. This one's 21. That makes me so happy because Tuck is 12, and I can see him aging. Which is the like, name of a Greenland whale. Tuck? Yeah, T-U-K. Oh, well, there goes that. Sorry. So it's okay. So he's 12, and I just see him aging, and I'm like, oh it just crushes me because he's he's alone he's a lone guy he's just a chill he's just him right and i just see it and i'm like don't you do it on me bro you stick see, with 20, me my 24 year old at this point other than the fact that he's somehow brilliantly happy amidst what has become like really an awful existence he walks like mm. i'm just like bro i mean not awful to the point where it's like bro he's just somehow rationalizing being still happy i'm just like you're so skinny you got asthma now and stuff he's just but he's just purr, purr, get on top of me. I'm just like spray. He's like purr, curl up, roll. I'm like, he's never been happier. He's still adventurous. Well, he went to the cat cafe. I was like, what's he doing here? He's in the cat cafe. He's so he's, he's get, he's doing the reason he's still here and he's 24 is because he's doing exactly what Smooshy is doing. You're not wrong. And I rationalized it the other day. I said, Jesus, he's just, he lives to lay on my lap and that's it. That's his moment because I'm able to adjust him that his hips don't hurt and everything else and put him in this position. Yeah. My, and he's just like, oh, but the other thing I have to mention is much of him lying on my chest and being so emphatic of wanting to be near me. Now he sleeps a lot, but um, is that when I got injured, when I, when I shattered my ankle, uh, much of my healing was done on the couch. I've been serving fucking prison sentence. I'm really just like 18 uh. months something in the fucking house but um he was always on me and someone had said something to the effect of oh cat's purring has a uh, is like a healing frequency or yeah, something and so i'm telling you he fucking purred me to health where, where the doctor said phil you're not going to walk again no more high impact sports no more this no more that i'm i play hockey man i'll play i'll be i'll be skating tomorrow night with my friends you know i'm not uh, yes that's I'm not pounding the ice, but I'm fucking doing everything the doctor said I wouldn't. And I'm happy to attribute it to my cats purring. Fuck yeah. Purring and steak, my friend. God and, damn. And, 
Oh, and these put, oh yeah, uh, put the fuck, keep the shirt on, Phil. Keep the shirt on, Phil. Phil, keep the shirt on. How many times do I need to say it on the show, Phil? On, man, I told you. Come on, man. You're just not listening, Phil. All I asked was one goddamn thing. Keep the fucking shirt on. Just a vasectomy, man. Just a vasectomy. <laughs> I told you. Stop, oh. fucking, stop fucking pulling your hair out. It's just a vasectomy. Not even a big deal. My God, Phil. See? Did you think it would go this well? I want to go to Vancouver, so I have a reason to go. Hey, where are boats are you? Are you Van City? Uh, fuck no. Fuck that. Oh. <laughs> fuck those people. No, not fuck those people. Fuck that place. I don't like cities. They stress me out. I feel I, that. I'm in, uh, I live in South Surrey. Okay, okay. Offices is in Langley, so the office is a public place, so every people know where it is, so it's, yeah. There is mention of... Uh, my heading that way to do a fundraiser of sorts in the coming months uh you know these things take about six months to organize but if we uh you know if we get off zero finally but and, and make this thing happen it's conceivable that i'd be there so it would be great if you would be too i'll do it with you boom that's it bam fuck yeah god damn it phil great i'm so stoked i'm so stoked we met i'm so stoked you came on i'm so stoked we got to smoke weed together and bond and i'm just so happy that you are doing what you're doing in this world truthfully there is not enough humans like you take it for however you want people you say just give you shit all the time so i guess it's my obligation now to be the one that makes sure that i override the shit so i'll do that i'll take that burden on I feel like i'm on a walk right now this voice, this voice. yeah yeah, see, now you can just, yeah, exactly. You can call me when you need to just be talked into a good mood. I got you, bro. All right. I got you. I'm so thankful that you came on. Um, for anybody who doesn't know your Instagram or know where they can kind of find out how they can support you and, and everything that you're doing, can you please tell everyone? Certainly. So I have a, a fundraising website, which is for my legal bills, which is savesmooshy.com. Uh, okay. If you for swag you can go to stealawalrus.com we sell shirts and stuff kind of cute um my uh the documentary is called the walrus and the whistleblower so it's available on discovery plus it's available all over the place cbc gem uh the last walrus is sort of another one that was a uh, a um a uh, nature of things episode but it's on youtube it's it's quite good actually it just cu cuts out the weed smoking and the being naked but it's it's a great story it's right? it's quite Cole's notes version, but I'm the walrus whisperer, of course, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, these days I'm on TikTok. Oddly, it's uh, you know I'm just toying with it, but uh, you know it's, it's it's impactful. So that I just have the uh, the the moniker, the name Phil Demers, boringly, but uh, whatever. That's that's that. Don't add me on Facebook. I hate Facebook. I'm trying to get rid of it, but I'm I'm already so far deep that I can't. It's still an asset, despite the fact it's virtually like in the base of my spine, like creeping me and mm -hmm. fucking changing my my whole fucking brain chemistry. Right? I think there's an F embedded in there. I don't like it. Well, I know. One day I'm gonna look for you'll you'll see a, ver a better version of me will, will be when I'm completely fucking when I've eradicated Facebook from my from my life. And I say this and saying, hey, look, I love Instagram, but they, they're just different things, man. They're just different. Things. Oh, they're different animals. I trust me. I hear you. I agree with you completely <laughs> across the board on all of those things. But TikTok, use the assets, man. Use all the platforms. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been working out. Good, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, everybody, I highly recommend you go do all of those things. I need to get a shirt. So I'm going to, I'm going to get off and go and, and get one of those. Cause clearly sure. that needs to happen. 
um, cool. fuck yeah. And we're just grateful, man. We're grateful you came on. Thank you for this time. Everyone's going to be a lot better for getting to listen to more of you. So I'm glad to facil- facilitate. And, uh, when things start popping and you want to, you got my number, bro. Done. Anytime, every time. Okay. All right. You stick with me, everybody else. Uh, see y'all next week. <laughs>